After watching the penultimate episode of the third season, we're here to discuss the CW show Nancy Drew. If you like the chilling adventures of Sabrina or Lock and Key, this show might be right up your alley. There's magic, evil witches, portals to other realms, and the only ones who can stop the bad, a group of young adults led by Nancy. It's January 22nd and you're listening to today's episode. I was familiar with the Nancy Drew books like I didn't read any of them but I saw them in the library when I would go in for like elementary school right. and then I also remember Harriet the Spy so I would combine the two because there was a movie that came out when I was a kid those the two those were the two you were combined yeah because they're both about a like kid that would go solve mysteries but Nancy Drew in this show is much older than just the regular teenager. Well, yeah, but the thing about Nancy Drew in the books was that she was supposed to be a counterpart to uh, this other series called The Hardy Boys. Oh, no, no, no. I know. I've heard of The Hardy Boys before, of course. Did you read any of their books? No, I would read, like, The Boxcar Kids or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those books. <laughs> there were, like, 50 <laughs> or 60 of those books. And I remember they kept on changing, like, the family's background history to it. I don't, I don't know. Well, speaking about, like, the amount of things, there's been over 30 videos games there's been dozens of failed tv pilots there's only been three tv shows that ever have actually been picked up this one being one of them in the 70s i don't remember one movie like in 2007 she was played by emma roberts and then in 2019 there was even a new one that came out that actually got good reviews is she a teenager in those yeah yeah and she's not a teenager here yeah see that's the thing because she's like her portrayal ever since like really the 60s has just been a teenager but i think they aged her up in this like she's doing things that nancy drew in the books is not anything like when did the books come out the first book came out in 1930 and how old was she there i think she was like 13 around or 18 or so Oh, so anywhere in between the teenage years. Yeah, basically. All right. So they decided to ditch that formula. They said, we have too many kid-centric shows. We cast people who still look like those teenagers that we cast in other shows, but we say that they're older, and then we make them act exactly like the teenagers. Because that was one of my biggest complaints with this thing, is that everybody has, like, a job. They're not in high school. They seem to be, like, doing they're, adult things. So they're not things. school at all? No, not in this episode, at least. And then one of them is, like, this top fbi agent guy and he's like late 20s and he he literally has carte blanche control over a lot of his investigations he can just tell people dismiss them at whim or like bring the investigation himself he seems like he should be 60 70 does he work work for the drew crew (laughs) that's what that's what they call the drew crew no he's agent park he's like uh nancy's love interest in this episode along with ace ace and Agent Park are both vying for her love. And Temperance is also sort of like really into Nancy, but not in that way. And what do you think of Ace? Because he's had the most, I think, character he's development. best friend. In the first two seasons, he was just like this happy-go-lucky type of character. But what they did was that the writers in this season pulled a complete 180. And like in the middle of the season, he had all this terrible stuff happen to him. And the ne- next couple episodes have been like reconstruction, I guess. Him trying to get his life together. Did well, you that sounds that? like Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Because what they do to the Harvey character in that is they just like torture him for the first season until he like breaks up with her and then (laughs) because he's just so sick of it but like with ace's character the big twist here and it's a lighter show is that he is the next target of temperance yeah and temperance is just a character that they decided to add to the tv series i think showed up in season two along with really she feels like she's been the villain the entire time because the 
entire point of this episode is to find out what Temperance's larger plan is as this witch. And she just tortures a guy for most of the episode when we see her. She also kills a lady. But then at the very end, she sacrifices that same guy to Cowboy Slenderman, as I like to call him. And then uh, now that she that cowboy has three hearts, he needs one more. And whoever gets... And I'm not joking here. <laughs> Nightmares of Gettysburg is going to be the next target. Like the Gettysburg War, like in the 1860s? Yeah, and see, that's where I started thinking of Lock and Key, because not only is she trying to open a portal to, like, get her daughter back or something, like an evil portal, and we'll go on to that in a second because I have a tangent about that, but the Gettysburg thing here, Civil War, versus Lock and Key, which deals with the American Revolution, some sort of portal that happens there, and it just seems like wars and witches, and they seem very similar. Right, because this show actually has, like, paranormal aspects to it, which is completely different from what the book series has. Whenever, That's what I thought, because Harriet the Spy also, I don't think, has any witches it was or anything. Yeah, because in the books, it was just like Scooby-Doo. Like, if there was a ghost, it ended up being someone that you met earlier in the books or anything like that. But here, they completely ditched that premise. And they also ditched Nancy Drew's type of character traits that she has. Uh, innocent, ran proper, looking for adventure, like, really charismatic. Apparently, in this show, she's, she's very like, charismatic. Someone, but, like, she's, like, having sex and, like... Uh, she's not having sex in this episode. Well, she's not as innocent as I think a lot of Reddit people. She, <laughs> she almost kisses Agent Park and then she tells him that she actually just wants to be friends. It feels... Wait, what? Yeah, that's that's it's a teenage drama kind of. Right, but why does she almost kiss him and then say she wants to be friends? Well, not at the same second because in between that time, Ace then comes up to her and he's like, hey, you've been avoiding me. Or actually, I think she tells him and she's like, I've been avoiding you. And he's like, well, once you're done stopping avoiding me, then it would be nice to have a chat. Well, I think that <laughs> those are the two that people want to see together. In fact, it's called Nace. That's what the ship is, Nace. Do you know how old Ace is? Isn't he like 30? He's 35. Yeah, he's supposed to be playing someone in his young 20s here. I guess. They all seem ambiguous as far as what age they're supposed to be, but they all look like they're supposed to be right out of high school, at least for CW-type casting. And that's what makes it so confusing to see them all just running around. I know I'd already said that. But the other thing that was confusing is that every single show that wants to introduce this portal world from the Dark Crystal to Legend of the Seeker, Supernatural, uh, Sabrina, Lock yeah, and you Key. Can, you can take your pick. Basically, all all villains have the same like thing that they want to do, which is open another dimension and bring in evil or bring in something else. That's you know? what Thanos wanted to do. That's as what well. Archive eighty one wanted to do. Like everybody wants to just open another dimension, and they're obsessed with <laughs> souls to do it. Like it always takes a soul of someone for some reason, and it always called a veil. Like we got to open the veil. Oh no, we have to stop them from opening the veil. And so that's the same thing that but we what's get the here. Point? Is it just the fact that they want to bring in monsters from the other world to Temperance? Coexist? I think wants her daughter back. So that was one of the better. Uh, Okay. like reasons i guess compared to some of the other ones that i've seen <laughs> so mark that as a good thing in the show temperance also we see like as a witch in the 1971 like completely kill off an orphanage that was also cool in the uh, that sounds like luke skywalker or not skywalker but in no the we don't see her like murder them oh, we just okay. see her like make them all disappear because they stole her antler horn or something um <laughs> Yeah, so we learn that Temperance is bad really early on. It's easy to jump into the show, another positive, but the majority of it feels cheap. Like, the majority of it is filmed in a classroom where we're watching Ned's Youth Center. People, or these kids, have, like, mosquito bites on the back of their neck that they want to get rid of. 
And then they're like, oh no, they've been hexed. However, will we get rid of this hex? And then they end up just transferring it over to Nancy. And because Temperance is such a big fan of Nancy or because she doesn't want her to get like injured or sick or anything, she calls up her on the cell phone and she's like, why would you do that? And then she takes the spell away. Wait, isn't I Temperance... don't know why she has a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> they're not against each other. Like she needs Nancy. I think that there's some sort of uh, heritage thing where like she needs her blood or something. Is that almost on. like Joker so... or Batman a little bit? No, no, no. She needs her to open the rift to get her daughter So back. there's no way that Nancy is going to be killed by temperance yeah basically anything that temperance tries to do to like stop the drew crew is that how you say yeah it? the drew crew nancy can just put onto herself and then temperance will be like oh damn they floated me again and then like she'll, she'll have to undo it i don't understand the show <laughs> like w- like there's not a lot of story movement once i realized this was the penultimate episode uh i, I was shocked because i was like well i get that <laughs> ace is in trouble now but I don't really understand, like, why we should care too so much. So that was the cliffhanger, the fact that, like, Ace is going to be the next target? Our cliffhanger, he, we see his dream. Right. He's, he sees someone in Gettysburg just on the ground, and then he wakes up, and he's like, oh, f-. Instead of saying, oh, fuck, which he should have, because that's, like... The, that would have made the, yeah, that would have made the He show was better. like, oh, no, it's me. Because <laughs> they can't swear. I read that the next week, apparently, there's a lot of hype around it. Like, they're saying that someone might die in every single comment. Ace must be a fan favorite because everyone's like, please, don't let it be Ace, don't let it be Ace. Well, no, clearly, it's supposed to be Ace because he's the last heart that she needs. But it's probably going to be someone different, I feel like, if they're going to kill someone off. Did they make the promise that they're going to kill someone? They're just threatening to kill Ace. That's what they made it seem like. Larry Tang, he wrote the last, he's ran. Oh, then it's Agent Park. Agent Park is gone. That's your prediction? Yeah. Because Larry Tang has ran other episodes of this show, but he wrote the last three for this season. And it's not George. George is way too innocent, and, like, she was probably one of the funniest characters. Well, I think people are saying that's Ace because Ace isn't in the books. They added him as well. It's not Ace, guys. It's it's not. But, but <laughs> That's like saying Brian's going to die in Family Guy. They're not actually going to kill him off. Like, he may actually die for a second, but then, I don't know. Well, they meant like, to kill Brian off. By the way, Bess is also a witch. And Bess is a good witch, though, right? So, yeah. they, not only do they have bad witches, but they have good witches. Yeah, but Bess is part of the actual crew. Yes, so... I'm just trying to understand how the witch thing works. Like, why isn't Nancy a witch? I'm not even sure if the best being a witch is in the books. She's supposed to be, like, more timid. You just said that in the books, they they, didn't they, have... they have the counterpart of best, but I'm not sure if she's supposed to be no, a no, witch. No, but you said they didn't have magic, so clearly they didn't have her as a witch. <laughs> it's, it's the equivalent of Riverdale and what they did with Riverdale's characters and changing them all from the comics. Like, making them way more... I don't even know what this is. We haven't even watched an episode of Riverdale, and I still know that that show is screwy as hell. <laughs> well, this one is, it sounds like You two, also right? said that the author was Keen, right? Something Keen? Oh, Caroline yeah, Carolyn Keen. Caroline Keen yeah. Is that like a spin on Katie Keen on that character? When was Katie Keen made? She's part of the Riverdale crew, right? Well, Carolyn Keen was the pseudonym they went under was in the 19th. Was it K E E N? K E E N E. Okay, well, I'm just seeing if there it was, was in the there. it was in the 1930s when they came up with it. So if Katie Keene was before then, then possibly. I just don't know a lot of people with the last name Keene, so I thought maybe there was a similarity there, but probably not. There's only been three Nancy Drew shows ever like actually picked up and made. Okay. In the 1970s, but pitched like 50 or something. Yeah, there's been a ton that have like never gotten the green light. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, that's one of the reasons why this show ended up being made. But we'll get there in a second. In the 1970s, there was like a combined show between the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew Mysteries Mysteries. 
They would follow either the Hardy Boys or Nancy Drew solving a crime in the first season. In season two, there was a crossover, and then in season three, although Nancy Drew is in the title, they dropped her from the series because of how popular the Hardy Boys people became to be. Mm-hmm. So she didn't even like participate in the third season at all. There's also a series that was made in 1995 that only ran for like half a season before it was canceled, which was another attempt to try and get uh, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys like together and make their own series, but it just didn't end up working. Was Nancy Drew ever like involved with any of the Hardy Boys? Like, was she dating them in the books or something? No, but uh, I think that they brought her in to like to be partnered with it because the Hardy Boys yeah, were made in 1926, like... and then that's what that's what they made in 1930 yeah. again as a counterpart. And then 2016 was finally when Nancy Drew was going to get her own TV show by CBS. She was going to be playing like a New York City cop. Do you know uh, who was cast? No, I don't. But okay. they did shoot the pilot, and then uh, CBS saw it was like, no, we're going to pick up Doubt instead. And then the writers were like, okay, well, in that case, we're going to try and really revamp this pilot to make it good. And then it, it ended up being that NBC in 2017 was like, here, actually, you can come over to us, and we'll see if we can make this series happen at all. And the plans for that fell through, and then they went to the CW, where I guess they changed it to being what it is now in 2019, and they decided to air it. Well, you said that they only introduced this antagonist in the second season so they clearly had probably a different arc in the first season that they maybe solved and then they were like okay well where do we go from here so right. we have to add a new bad guy yeah i think that's exactly what happened in the first season got like mixed reviews like a 53 percent on Rotten tomatoes but, but it still got picked up for two more seasons yeah from what i've seen season two like they don't have any tomato meter score for it but like 83 percent audience rating and i think 100 percent rating for season three and it's gone higher imdb scores as well i mean i don't know how much of an audience it's actually bringing in though I think a normal CW show amount. What's that? <laughs> Under a million. It's definitely not the most popular CW show that there is. So in short, a lot of failed launches, not a lot of successful stories with the show, but here it is in the third season. I would actually only give this episode a 5 out of 10. I don't think it passed muster. However, there were some good moments in it. Like, I didn't mind George's character uh, until she started going getting really obsessed with the fact that she had to tell her sisters that she had broken up with her boyfriend. I found that pretty childish. Like, I, Boy, <laughs> And then this... one of her sisters blocks her on her phone. So I was laughing at the show and not with the show. <laughs> but isn't the show made for kids? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, like... But I watched it. <laughs> so you're saying that, like... There was also a storyline with Carson and Ryan Hudson, who, like, he was discussing something really dark with his past, um, and they just stayed at the diner the whole time, and the whole point of George in this episode was to distract Carson, apparently, from looking for Nancy, which seems, again, like a parent would look for their kid, which seems, again, like Nancy should be playing younger than she actually is in the show. She's almost dating an FBI guy. I don't understand well, why the, her dad would be so obsessed I know with where when, she is. I know that, like, originally she was supposed to be ladylike in, like, the 1930s and 1959. Then around the 70s, they made her less constrained. And then as time went on, they made her just teen casual. So yeah. here they might be, like, keeping that teen casual vibe that she kind of is in the books and the video games and all the other iterations. She's just going to date a 35-year-old as a teen? I don't think she's a teenager in this show. Well, a lot of people are just saying that, like, even if, if you don't know anything about nancy drew you might end up liking it which it doesn't seem like you did that much but they were saying that like don't go in expecting to be i was able to pick up on everything i i kind of understood the plot my question when i say that i don't understand what's going on is like why does it matter like in the end you can already tell nancy's going to be the victor and that temperance is going to get eliminated or whatever happens are you saying for next episode or are you saying for the yeah probably for the next episode unless they leave it on a giant cliffhanger but there's no real 
there's no real heft or or I, I don't really feel scared for any of these characters like Ned is crying at the end of the episode because he has to give up his youth center that's where their minds are at their minds are not at oh no <laughs> we're all gonna die or something so like, you don't feel for the happen. characters you didn't feel like they, none of them were really that compelling who am I to judge that at this point because I, I am just jumping in I get that third season so I'll be humble and say no I can't say that none of them are compelling or anything but I just this episode the, the plot just feels like it's following a very predictable formula and I, I just don't see where it's going to be unique enough to uh, be anything special but you'd have to go out and seek to watch I mean, like, there are going to be spinoffs of this tv show apparently there's going to be a spinoff called tom swift that's coming out that the cw is producing they did a backdoor pilot in season two and i want tom swift uh, he was a character that showed up in season two okay so he's just a guy right and i want to see if the hardy boys are possibly going to be able to show up in this tv show as well but i didn't know this apparently the hardy boys is a tv show it came out on hulu like december 4th 2020 so unless there's some crazy copyright that's going to be going on i don't think you're gonna be seeing the hardy boys in this as well hmm. i just assume everything's going to melt together now that we have the multiverse theory like in every single show that we watch <laughs> ted's gonna show up in how i met your father well, no, they said Neil Patrick Harris might. Yeah. Everything's just related. But when you said Scooby-Doo, I was like, ooh, that brings up... What if Scooby showed up? That would be enough to bring me back into this show. You want to raise that rating right back up in this like last episode? Like a Scooby episode? Natural thing? Seven thing? No, like bring in a dog, call him Scooby, and have him help Nancy solve crime. The CW has already done a crossover thing. Who cares? Have Scooby make the decision who she should end up with just between this love him. triangle between Park and, like, he can just decide. Just call up James Gunn and have him bring in the original Scooby squad? Yeah, if you want to add the mystery gang to it, too. But they might have some trouble going through the forest because that was where the final act took place. Just like with all these other shows from Supernatural and Legend of the Sea. You always need that forest. Well, it's always, like, the cheapest place to shoot. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I feel like, also had a forest. And so, yeah, that's where Antler Guy comes into play. Um, guy with uh, Skeletor, however <laughs> you want to put it. Skeletor? Slenderman. Like, he just comes out of the woods with a cowboy hat on and he just sticks his hand in the guy's chest uh indiana jones style takes out his heart okay sticks well, into his heart i know i know three hearts i know you said that he looks like slenderman yeah he's like, got bony structure but is he just bones yeah yeah his chest cavity is like all riddled away like his flesh is all gone so it's like evil you, Dead you just 3. see three hearts in there but they're all glowing and so now he just needs that fourth one. And he'll and, have, like, all the power to open up this rift. No, he... Well, yeah. I don't know exactly how it goes. But Temperance is really big on him getting that fourth heart. So, once she finds Ace, she's probably going to get to Ace. Ace is going to be all strapped uh, into the ground like this other guy was, this Lev guy was. And then Nancy's going to save the day. What about Nick and George and Beth? Ned? Yeah, I mean, he, he, it's Ned Nick Nickerson, but, like, they That's call him why Nick they call him show. Nick. I yeah. heard them call him Nick, and then I looked it up, and I was like, Ned? Okay, well, I guess I just heard it wrong. <laughs> Ned Nick Nickerson. Yeah, well... And is that from the books? I know, no, I don't think his name is Nick in the books. I think they just added Nick to the show. It's mm -hmm. Ned in the books. I don't mind that. <laughs> well, they say <laughs> that... They, they did the same thing that's with... A, they that's did, a funny name. All right. They did the same thing with uh, Georgia. It's like Georgia George Lee Young Yeah, fan. they call her George. I didn't care. That's, that's a boomer humor. <laughs> Bo that's there to, boomer humor. That's there to trigger the boomers. Her name should not be George. <laughs> Do we have anything else to really talk about except that the orphans did not come back, which was funny <laughs> because you kill off a bunch of kids at the beginning of your TV show and then you just don't bring them back at all. And it, I mean, that sounds pretty dark and you're saying it's for kids? Yeah, because they did it in a very childish manner. Like she, she banged her staff against the ground and they disappeared and it was just like, 
most of the time, murdered, right? <laughs> most of the time when Nancy Drew is portrayed, like the pictures of her or whatever, she's always shown either figuring out a clue or like being in peril. Russell H. Candy was the first one to illustrate her. Is it ever both at the same time? I'm sure it has been. Yeah, like she's like screaming at the same time. She has a magnifying. I just found it. Everyone. I just found it funny that I, they that Nancy Drew never has been like shown just being normal. She's always just like figuring out a clue or she's like in danger somehow. So this show, the fact that she is just normal here, it makes it, it, that's another thing. I don't know what your like. definition of normal is, but if you have like a best friend down, who's a witch... Sitting down like and like watching a TV show. Or we don't something. watch her sit down and watch a TV show. Yeah, she. Well, the only time she sits down here is when she talks to Ace and basically has that weird, awkward conversation. But does she do anything normal on the TV show? Relationship wise, maybe that's it. That's yeah. That's what I'm. Okay. <laughs> so she doesn't have relationships in her books. She's like asexual. No, of course she has relationships in her books. But I'm saying that you never see her being normal whenever she's portrayed. In fact, in the video games, you don't even see her. It's like more a POV type thing because they want you to like be in in her shoes or whatever. Huh. I'll have to check the video games out. Is there anything about this episode you want to say before we leave it? The witch tree symbol. Also, yeah, there is this weird symbol that keeps on popping up at the bottom of like chairs and stuff. And they're like, oh, this probably. So that's why it's called that. Yeah. 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 But it's an antler horn, which is the thing that like gives them the information that they're going to get stabbed for. Is it the horns that Daniel Radcliffe's wear? At the beginning of the first, at the very first scene, you see Temperance, but as an old woman in 1971, sitting over kind of like Voldemort style a dead uh antelope or something and just like either eating it or doing a casting a spell or something and these two kids see her and that's how they find the antler horn I thought it was a bone that they were searching for I thought I read something about like they were trying to find a bone this episode or something yeah even the the writers don't care apparently (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah I mean that's that's all I have basically all right well thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode hope you enjoyed this one bye bye